Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What do you do when your partner makes a very unfortunate comment and gets themselves completely alienated from your family? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my 28-year-old male... Boyfriend, 27-year-old male, of two months got really mad because I want to visit my really depressed friend in our two-month anniversary, and if I do so, I wouldn't be able to talk to him on the phone at 6pm. Am I being unreasonable? Today is our two-month anniversary since we became a couple, and we didn't have anything planned for today but we have plans on Saturday. We didn't plan anything because I work in the morning, and he works today from 2 to 11pm, so we decided to wait for the weekend. Today he told me that he wanted to talk to me at 6pm during his lunchtime, but I told him that I wanted to visit my severely depressed friend, who's been having really rough months lately. My boyfriend got really mad and he told me that I was picking my friend over him in our anniversary, but I told him that we didn't even have any plans today and that we could talk at midnight just like we always do every day. By the way, talking on the phone twice a day seems too much for me. We have been fighting a lot, but today he seemed particularly unreasonable to me. Should I ditch my plans with my friend? I just feel like there's a communication issue already going on here. My question would be, when did Opie let their partner know that they wanted to visit their friend? Is this something that just came up the day of because of something concerning from the friend? Or was this something that Opie was kind of planning for a while and planned to do on the anniversary? I guess though, to be fair, I guess though, to be fair, thinking about it further, how many people actually celebrate a two month anniversary is like a very serious thing? I guess majorly it just comes down to when did OP have these plans set? Because I think it's fair if you have plans for a certain day to give your partner a heads up in advance. Now, if they can't get over this though, maybe compromise, communicate that in the future we will communicate a little bit better if we have plans coming up or anything like that. If that can't be done, then I think there's a red flag for sure. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is invited to movie, then asked to pay. Background, I, 32-year-old male, have a friend, 32-year-old male, who is unemployed. He and his wife live off of his wife's disability payments. I'm often asked for rides and financial support, though I've been increasingly reluctant after being told he'd get a job to pay me back, but never does. I've known the friend since high school. He's been unemployed for five years. My friend recently invited me to see a movie next month. The showtime he wants is after I get off work, so I'm reluctant, but I agreed to go. Now, days later, he texts me saying he can't afford tickets for him and his wife until after the start of the month. Disability check and he's afraid the seats will be sold out by then. He wants me to buy the tickets. I'm confident I won't be paid back. I'm suspicious that he wanted me to agree to go see the movie first before telling me he couldn't afford it, so I'd buy the tickets. Odds are he'll need a ride too, which will add an hour round trip to my drive time. Am I a jerk for assuming malice and assuming he's just trying to get free tickets to a movie? Or am I a dummy that needs to put my foot down and stick up for myself? 
I think OP's on the money here. It's probably really painful as a person who doesn't like confrontation myself to call them out on that kind of behavior and say straight up, hey, it just feels to me like you're not going to pay me back. I'm sorry, but if the tickets aren't still there by the time you can afford them, I understand if this just doesn't work out, but I can't go ahead and buy these tickets without knowing that I'll get paid back. I feel like if they begin giving you a bunch of crap like that or giving you animosity, you'll learn how much of a friend this really is. You could even get a little flowery with your reasoning and say that it's actually more than you can reasonably justify on your own without knowing that you'll get paid back. Put a little extra weight on there that makes them maybe feel like a jerk if he tries to fight you on it. Our next story is, my 31-year-old female, husband 34-year-old male, is secretive about his finances. My husband and I are together for 7 years and married for 5 years. I moved to another country to be with him and we're planning to have a kid next year. However, I don't feel safe because he keeps his finances a secret. I know how much he earns a month, but he doesn't want to tell me how much money in total he has in the bank account or how much debt he has. I feel like after 7 years and a future kid on the way, we should be planning our finances together, but get super angry when I ask about it and he says it's not my business. He doesn't want to know how much I have as well. I accuse him of not trusting me or to be doing shady things, otherwise why would he keep his expenses so secretive? But he says he just had too much pride and has the right to some privacy. He had a crazy, jealous and controlling ex and fears that I'm the same and wants to have his privacy. I think we should act like a real family and do financial decisions together. I gave up too much in my country to be going through this situation. Important to say that he pays 70% of all our expenses, helps to cook and clean, buys me gifts and does not control what I do with my own salary. He even says he wants to help me invest in my own business, but he has a lot of money in stocks and never told me the amount. I don't think this secrecy is normal in long-term marriages. I feel that maybe he thinks I'll divorce and take half his money, or that maybe he's paying for girls on the side. How could I convince him to see me as an equal partner and actually respect me enough to plan finances together? Now just to be clear, just probing here, does OP's partner happen to be a chemistry teacher by any chance? Just checking. In all seriousness though, I think it's very normal and personally I feel like it should be expected that in a long term marriage, you guys kind of know what both of you guys have as far as what money or stocks or assets you have out there. I find it to be a weird and foreign idea that you just don't know what your husband has, don't know what your husband's doing as far as investments. I think it very well could be from insecurity or fear that you might Bezos him or something. But is it right of him to act that way? I don't think so. Our next story is, my 25-year-old female, boyfriend 31-year-old male, says he needs space, but when I try to give it to him, he denies it. So for context, my boyfriend and I have been going through a rough, rough, rough patch lately. He was in a six-year relationship with his ex, and we met six months later and things moved very fast. We've been living together for 11 months now. The things is that lately he started saying things like, I don't know if I can be the person you need me to be right now. I don't know who I am outside a relationship. I think I need to be alone to figure that out. At the same time, I know he doesn't want to break up, but he keeps saying here and there that he needs time alone. I was supposed to go take a look at a place yesterday for December 1st because, in my head, if he needs space, we're breaking up and someone needs to move out. 
I told him about it, and he said that me going to see a place made him sad. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I told them I wouldn't go if he asked me not to and I ended up not going. Then we get home from work. He mentions again that he wants me and wants to be together, but he doesn't want to hurt me with his confusion. Then I go, okay, he needs space. I'm going to give that to him. Told him he could stay in the living room and watch TV and that whenever he was ready to go to bed, I would go to the living room and sleep on the couch. In my head, I'm giving him some space, but then he proceeds to cry and says that he wants me to come to bed and that he didn't need space right at that moment and I'm just left so confused. I think that I would like to see him try some therapy, but I would also just say it's not exactly something that OP can dictate if somebody says, I do want some time to myself. I think it's never going to work if OP says, okay, what I'll do is I'll go away right now and you can have all the time you want for yourself. I don't think it works so black and white like that. I guess the issue is, does he not really know what he wants? Now if OP doesn't want to play all these games or thinks it's too much maintenance for them, fair play, go and do what you need to do to prioritize yourself. But you could also try and actually give them an honest chance to try to figure things out. Our next story is, my husband, 45 year old male, wants me, 33 year old female, to choose him or my brother. My younger brother, 27-year-old male, just moved into our basement spare bedroom slash bathroom. He hit a rough patch and has some mental health issues. Last year, he was in a mental facility after being caught for trying to end things. Over the last year, he worked on himself a lot. He's now with us working and saving for his own place. Housing shortage where I live in Canada, however. My husband's been hiding in our room the last few days, won't speak, doesn't want to talk, saying he's stressed out. He doesn't like this living situation anymore. He agreed to my brother staying for a year. My brother pays bills here each month and buys his own groceries. He's no extra expense to us. In fact, he's been a massive help with our kids and even our dogs. My husband told me tonight my brother is driving a wedge between us. When I asked how, he went off yelling saying how he's too stressed living here with him and wants him gone. Told me either I kick my brother out or he leaves. I said it's unfair to be made to make this choice. I love them both, and when I asked what he hates about him living here, he just said, two's company, three's a crowd, and I just want to be alone with my family. He truly cannot give me a reason for why he's mad about him being here other than he leaves lights on or hangs his towel on the towel rack where I like to hang mine. 
He's been calling my brother names to me like useless and can't do nothing for himself, but I think it's ridiculous. He helps so much around our house and funny enough, he even contributes financially more than my husband does. What should I do? I know my family, spouse and kids is who I need to be there for, but why can't I also be there for my brother? Is it fair to be told to make this choice? My brother has come so far and I fear husband is going to ruin his progress as it's not hard to sense the tension for my husband all of a sudden. I need advice. What do I do? We've talked countless times and he doesn't see the problem with me just kicking him out. I definitely feel like the real issue here is they just are not forthcoming about their own reasons. From what I'm getting, it feels more like they just feel cramped or not have an extra set of eyes that they don't feel comfortable having around, around. They want to be able to feel more like they can just let loose without having to worry about this person around is what I'm guessing. The bottom line here, they can't communicate. I mean, maybe it interrupts the time they spend on themselves or their hobby time or what they want to do in the privacy of their own home. Whatever that is, they can't communicate that and they're not offering like a reasonable solution to resolving this. They're just going straight to kick him out and they're supporting the household more than he is? I mean, to be fair, if I were in the husband's situation, I would maybe be feeling that way. I'm not an extroverted person, so if I wanted to have downtime, sit there, relax in the living room or whatnot, if this brother-in-law was there, it would be a little zapping. If it felt like there was never downtime without having them around, it probably would become a very frustrating thing. But they can't communicate that. This next story is, my female 18, boyfriend's male 18, bad hygiene is putting me off. How do I tell him? I've only been with my boyfriend for a couple of months now. We met online and have seen each other in real life only a few times. He's absolutely lovely and I couldn't ask for a partner with better traits than him. He treats me so well and we really get on. He seems to make a big effort in every way except for his appearance. The first time we saw each other was amazing. The only downside was that he didn't seem to put any effort into looking good for me like I did for him. He's not very neat which I noticed didn't style his hair or anything. It looked like he just rolled out of bed, and it being our first date made me think he'd care a bit more about that, but I let it slide. The second time I saw him, it got a bit worse. He decided to shave his beard, which was fine with me. The only issue was he left patches of hair all over his face. To me, you'd think if you were going to see your long-distance girlfriend for the second time, who you claim to love so much, you'd at least shave your face properly? The part which actually got me was how he smelled. The first time I saw him, he did smell pretty badly of sweat, but he said he had a condition so I didn't mind that, but this time his breath was really bad. We still haven't kissed yet because of it. When he leaned over to kiss me, it smelled very strongly of rotting fruit. I was pretty disgusted. I have no idea how someone can manage that. I really wanted to kiss him and hug him, but the smell was too much for me. It partly hurts because I'm someone that puts a lot of effort into my appearance, especially being neat and smelling really nice. So you'd think if he loves me and wants me to be attracted to him too, he'd at least put the minimum amount of effort into having good breath and shaving properly. He claims he's a hygienic person and knows all of the main hygiene rules about showering and brushing your teeth, so I'm not sure what the issue is. Maybe he thinks he's cleaning thoroughly, but he's not? He's mentioned he has issues with his nose, so maybe he really can't smell that he's not cleaning properly? Either way, I can't have a boyfriend that's smelly and unkept. It's starting to put me off of him, and I really don't want that to happen because I like him a lot. 
I don't think the opportunity to meet someone like him comes around very often. We connect on all levels. It's not something I want to break up with him over. If he smelled and looked fresh, I'd really have no complaints. I've tried to drop hygiene casually into conversations like how important it is to me and how I love to look neat and well put together, but I don't think it was direct enough for him to know what I really meant. I've also joked that he had bad breath, but it was indirect enough for him to be able to deny that I actually meant it. I just really don't want to hurt his feelings. He's told me repeatedly that he would do anything to stay with me, and he wants me to be honest with him, but I really don't want to hurt his feelings or make him feel like I'm judging him. How should I tell him that he needs to be more clean? I'm not gonna lie, if you really love this guy and you wanna stay with him and you want him to shape up, you probably just need to tell him. I mean, you could honestly turn this into a collaborative thing where like you walk through them with the basic things. It's not supposed to be like putting them down, but just trying to work together to improve, right? I mean, it's probably all about how you deliver that. I guess there's no graceful way to say, you stink, let's work together on fixing that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Bottom line, if you tell somebody, I want to work with you on this because I want to hug you, kiss you, and or rock your world, I would certainly hope that they would be receptive to that. This next story is boyfriend bragging to his work friends about us getting sweaty. Okay, so I, 27-year-old female, need a reality check because I've been working a lot and I'm very tired and a little hormonal and don't want to be irrational about this, but basically my boyfriend, 44-year-old male, mentioned tonight that it's becoming a running joke in his office that he sometimes mentions us getting sweaty to his workmates and that this has generally become a euphemism for him getting it on with his younger girlfriend, me, Now, I don't know whether this is normal, but I would never bring up my sex life to my work colleagues, and the whole thing makes me feel all iffy and cheap and sad. We've been together for almost three years, and he's generally been very respectful as far as I know. He called me a few weeks ago from his office and had me say hi over FaceTime to some of his friends, and a few of them were staring at me all goofily. This seemed odd and a little awkward at the time but I figured they're boring middle management types that don't get out much and didn't think much of it. Today's little revelation kind of puts that random call into a more awkward perspective, and I just feel very uncomfortable at the thought of ever meeting these guys in person now. And he's been pushing me to come to their Christmas party the last few weeks, even though he knows I can't make it unless I switch on calls with someone else at my job. I was going to try, but now I'm horrified at the idea of going to this party now, or seeing them at a later point, and him making these kinds of jokes around me with them gawking at me. I don't know how much he's actually said about our sex life. I would hope that it wouldn't be much detail-wise, but even just talking about us sweating seems wrong to me. I got upset with him and told him I was upset and tired and I went to bed before I did what I wanted and told him off properly. Should I just let him have his little brag fest with his work buddies? I mean, I suppose it's not too crazy if they're friends or buddies to maybe chat a little bit about it. 
But I feel like the way he's going about it definitely feels like parading you around like this object he's obtained. And I completely understand why OP's feeling uncomfortable. If I were in OP's shoes, I'd feel uncomfortable too. For sure, when you know about the context of what they've been saying about you guys, when you think about that FaceTime call, you feel like he's showing off his prized toy. Our next story is husband borrowing money. Male 32, female 34, two-year marriage. So I searched this topic here and saw varying posts with varying points of view. My husband and I come from different backgrounds, different countries. He had a nice family upbringing, went to university, and had a decent paying job. In his country, about $1,000 a month. His family doesn't have much money. I had the same from an upper middle class family, went to law school and have my own business. I saved quite a bit and pay myself $12,000 a month. As we started out, he decided to delve into entrepreneurship with hopes to make much more. I travel a lot, I live in a more expensive area, and expenses are much more. He also wanted these things, so made plans toward them. Since then, two years ago, I've paid almost all our expenses including travel, etc. He told me at the start of our relationship that the expenses we had, he would pay back his half later when he had the money. Some of the big ticket items are our wedding expenses, over 50000 our first home, 325000 his car, 25000 just to name a few. He also borrowed 3000 plus to start two of his businesses, which never took off. He never did financials on them or much further research beyond. I think this is a good idea. He now wants another loan and land to start a business in agriculture. He is convinced it will do well, but it will also cost around 10 to 20,000 to get started. He says he needs a loan from me. Quite frankly, I don't wish to tap into my savings anymore, and due to his work ethic, I feel this will be another project gone awry. I told him he needs to do the financials on it first, and he's acting as if I'm being funny towards him because I'm the one with the money. In other posts, some people were bashed for saying a loan is to be paid back by a spouse. One even mentioned interest and everyone was aghast. Yes, marriage is a partnership, but at which point does it become unfair? If I don't loan him, it will be as if I don't want him to succeed to make an income, which he doesn't have now. I may also look petty if I bring up these previous amounts to be paid. What do I do? Being the much more successful partner doesn't equate to you becoming the first national bank of the marriage. You never want to feel like you're not supporting your partner in their dreams or their aspirations and drives to step up more in life and get a foothold of their own. But after paying for a $100,000 wedding, $600,000 house, his $50,000 car, at what point is it fair enough to say, you know what, you've probably helped him out enough? This next story is, my husband made a stupid comment in a bad situation and my brother-in-law can't or won't forgive him. So this is very, very long and there is a lot of context, but I really hope someone will read this and advise me. In early September, my whole family packed up and went on vacation to Spain. We're a small family, we are 14 people. Me, female 34, my husband 36, our two boys, my mom and dad, aunt and uncle, grandmother, brother, and sister-in-law, and my sister, female 27, her husband, brother-in-law, and their daughter, 5 years old. Don't worry, you don't have to keep track of all of these people. The vacation went smoothly from Sunday to Thursday evening, where my husband made the stupid comment that my brother-in-law won't forgive. So, we made the idiotic decision to go to a mall in the evening after a full day of activities. We agree on a time and place to meet to get dinner. Everybody scatters off in different directions. 
Me and my family walk around with my brother and sister-in-law, but eventually we get separated from them too. It's chaos. My son loses his backpack and so him and I wander around the mall to find it, which we ended up doing. We are tired, sweaty, and hungry. We end up all gathering in front of three restaurants, but nobody can agree on which one to eat at. My children are hungry and restless, so I end up just walking into the nearest restaurant with them and husband, and the rest of the family follows. We sit down to eat, but I get the vibe that not everyone are happy about my choice. We eat, time to pay. My mother freaks out because she's trying to find out how much everyone needs to pay. My uncle fixes this by paying for us all, and we just pay him. We get out of the restaurant and I thought that we were on our way back to the hotel, so I, husband and boys, make our way down the escalator and my brother-in-law is right behind me. As soon as we get off the escalator, I turn around to look and see if everybody's behind us. They are not. I see my sister at the top making some movements with her arms and brother-in-law immediately gets back on the escalator and goes back up. I follow but when I get to the top, all I see is my brother-in-law disappearing into the crowd everybody is gone so i call some of them but no one answers i eventually get a hold of my mom turns out that her and my grandmother went to the bathroom and also got left behind we decide to exit the mall as my aunt sent a message to the family group chat saying that she was outside so we end up outside the mall me husband two boys mom grandmom aunt and uncle so again chaos are we staying are we going home Where are XYZ? Should I go get us some cabs? At one point, my brother and sister-in-law shows up. And a few minutes later, my niece is here. My brother and sister-in-law were not there. But then, five minutes later, my niece is nowhere to be seen. We freak out. On top of all of the other stress, my niece is now missing. This is where my memory gets kind of foggy. We're running around looking, but my husband is staying put with our boys. Mom is irate. At some point in all this, my husband says this. Not my child, not my problem. I didn't hear this. It must have been said about the time I ran to check if she'd wandered into the parking garage. Or maybe it just didn't register through all the panic. Anyway, my mom ends up sprinting through the mall, finding niece safe and sound with my sister and brother-in-law. Apparently, they took her from outside without making sure that we knew or saw them take her. This was about the same time that it hit me that I should call my sister to see if they had her. Apparently, the things my mom thought to tell them was, Oh my god, we thought she was gone. Why didn't you tell us that you took her? Husband's name said, Not my child, not my problem. Now, we can all agree that it was a crappy thing to say. When I found out that he said that, I was furious with him. But I know my husband and he didn't mean it. He is the kindest man I know. Kinder than all of the people in my family combined. He's not formally diagnosed with ADHD but he is on a waiting list to get to talk to someone to get the diagnosis and help. No excuses at all. It was the worst possible thing to say in that situation. Maybe some of you recognize the says something before thinking it through or no filter thing. So husband and I decide to abandon ship. Niece is found, the kids are tired, we are tired. I hail a cab and want to go home, but wait, half the people still don't want to go home. They tell us to take grandmom, but we can't find a cab with enough room for all of us that want to go home. So aunt and uncle decide to walk because they don't want to wait any longer. People run off again and we end up having to leave my dad and oldest son outside the mall to get grandmom home to the hotel. The next days are terrible. Brother-in-law is clearly angry and avoiding us. At that point, I still didn't know why. We decide to do things without the rest of the family and have a great time, just us four. 
At the airport back home, brother-in-law rushes off and the vacation ended on a bit of a sour note. So fast forward to last Monday, we haven't seen brother-in-law at two different family gatherings since then, so I messaged him. I don't know how to translate the Danish word, but it's something to the effect of, are you mad at me? He answers that he's not mad, but more disappointed. And that is when I find out what my husband said. I was on my brother-in-law's side and wanted my husband to apologize until my brother-in-law wrote this to me. In the future, I won't let you have our children over, sister is pregnant, because I'm scared that if you aren't there, husband will just let them run into the street and get run over. Record scratch. What the heck kind of reasoning is that? They've known each other for nearly a decade. Six words said in a high-stress situation just erased all that he knows about my husband. He is convinced that husband is negligent and malicious. I hit the brake and told him that he was out of line. He told me that that is what he has decided and that he won't change his mind, that my husband isn't welcome at their home anymore. Niece's birthday is coming up and my sister just invited me and the boys but not my husband. Am I an idiot for not wanting to go? I want to be the bigger person because, after all, it was my husband that said that idiotic thing that started it all. I understand, but on the other hand, I can't really look my brother-in-law in the eyes after what he said about my husband. Help? I mean, I don't know if I'm out of line here, but I kind of understand why he feels the way he does. Their kid was in a situation of maybe being lost, and his first instinct is just immediately to go to, not my kid, not my problem? I mean, how do you not feel particularly unloved, uncared for, and unsafe about your kids being around this person? How do you forgive and forget that? That said, the brother-in-law also isn't without fault. They dropped the niece off in a crowd and then just walked away. How smart is that? Honestly though, if I were an OP situation, most of my frustration would be at the mom for feeling the need to relay that comment. Our next story is, do I break off this engagement? My fiancé, 36-year-old male, and I, 32-year-old female, have been together for five years. He proposed to me a few months ago after I constantly asked where the relationship was heading. The proposal was anticlimactic, and at one point, I did ask if this ring is an engagement or what. He just handed me a box and didn't say anything, so he makes a big fuss about a huge wedding. I don't want that. Too expensive and too much spotlight attention. He expects me to plan the whole thing though and invite at least a hundred people because I'm the woman and women should like that. He also refuses to do any planning work stating that he's got ADD. Reflecting on this relationship, I've relocated cities and left friends behind to be with him. I bought a house with acreage for us so he could work on the many projects he dreams about. I spent years trying to help him start his business as in I've done almost all of the work to launch it. I pay for 80% of our bills. I pay for his health care and car insurance. I plan the dates for us. I remember appointments. I take care of the pets he just had to have. I'm exhausted, y'all. Like, I am just done. I want to call it quits, yet I feel horrible abandoning him after all of these years together. I feel like I'm being too selfish and giving up on us. I've written out my relationship needs and handed it to him. We've tried one counselor already and set to start a new counselor this week. He constantly refuses to compromise and states I'm ruining the relationship by having these needs. He states I'm not meeting his needs, yet he's not trying to sabotage us. He also says I have unreasonable expectations for a partner 
and I'm manipulating him by threatening to end things if we cannot resolve our differences. Has anyone been in this position before? What did you do? And how did you get out of it? I mean, it might just be time to face the music here. It seems like OP, after all these years, is just unhappy. I think the worst thing you can do for yourself is continue digging yourself further into this relationship when it sounds like you're all but already settled on being kind of done with it. Why just continue to make it even harder to leave if you're already wanting out now? How is staying in this relationship going to improve your life or be a good thing for you a year, two years down the road? If you give it all you've got and commit to this relationship as hard as you can, what benefit is coming out of it on the other side? I mean, even just look at the way they proposed. They just handed you a box? Who would be happy with that? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.